All right. We are we are live. We live. Can you state your your name and your age for the record? Name, full government, right? Yeah, just for Stephen Lateau. Um I'm twenty four years old. I forgot about that. Uh twenty four years old. You forgot. Yeah. How? I don't know, bro. My mind just be like, damn, I'm 23, 24. My friends turn to 25. I'm like, am I 25? I'm 24, though. You got, a, you got a late birthday, early birthday? August. So what is that considered? Late? Yeah, I think that's... It's late? It's it's not November, December, but it's... Yeah, because what? I graduated high school when I was 17. People are already 18, so oh, I guess yeah, I'm because your birthday was... In August, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. what you're saying. You're one of the people that I've been waiting to sit with for a while. Okay. I follow you on Instagram, and I watch. I watch from afar. I watch. Thank you. Um, like first, obviously, it started with the photography. Yes. And I see you doing like a lot of concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. But you're really a funny guy. Thank. Oh, yeah. you, you <laughs> caught a glimpse of that. You <laughs> caught a glimpse of that. All right. <laughs> you watching the stories? I mean, you watching the stories? <laughs> yeah. Super funny. I, one of the things when we were sitting there, when we were talking um, in the living room, I was you and your crew, like how. What what's that like? You guys seem like a really man. Tight group. My crew. I never heard someone say that. Um, yeah, I would consider it tight knit. I've known the people around me since for the past fifteen years. Now I think about it, yeah, fifteen, damn near fifteen years, and that's weird for me to say because, like, growing up, up until I was like ten years old, mm-hmm. I moved around everywhere. Just constantly Just moving. Just like living place to place? Living places. places. Like I was born in New York and then moved around different spots in New York and then moved to Connecticut, then moved to North Carolina, then Texas. So by the time I got back to Long Island where I'm from, um, I remember starting fifth grade and thinking to myself, like, All right, I might not spend much time here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like my name is Stefan, but... To this day, people call me Stefan, and I just never correct them because when wow. I was younger, I'm just like, ah, I'm just going to move away in a, in a year oh, or two years. So it's like, gosh. what's the point of them like really knowing my name? And fast forward, and now I've known my friends for 15 years. So yeah, it's very tight-knit. Now, um, I guess my question is, was it like you knew them and you moved away? Or this was something. Nah, it was once I once I once came you, back. Because you said fifth grade, so that's like ten. Yeah. Okay. Once I met them, were like ten, eleven, and oh, I just stayed in stayed in North Babylon, and ever since, kept rocking with them. I mean, it came closer after I graduated high school because even in school, I was like more so uh, quiet. Like I kept friends in school. Like I was never outside my house. Mm, I never I outside my house. Haitian mother. Strict, a little overprotective. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Not even a little. Definitely overprotective. So I just always stayed in my house. But when I was in school, I was cool with everyone. But it was only relationship in school. And then once I graduated, college started. That's when you like. That's when you really know. You outside, who's, yeah. yeah. You outside, outside. So you, you know who's doing. I have an older brother and a younger sister. Okay, so you're, you're in the middle. Yeah, because I'm the mm-hmm. I'm the youngest, so I got the full extent of like, nah, we're gonna keep him inside. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Else got to have their fun, but uh-huh. that was kind of it was rough. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, again, I be watching it, so I also know you're like a big a big movie guy. Definitely, yeah. Over the past like year, I think. Oh, more so the, you just became in the, 
I always loved movies, but now I feel like within the past, it's funny you asking that. I was just telling myself yesterday, within like the past maybe few months, mm-hmm. it's been like real crazy with like just checking stuff out. Man, I've been watching movies left and right. That's all I do. Who brought that on? The setting. Was there anything specific that brought that on? Um, I don't think so. I think it's just while I'm in my house and I'm editing or I'm doing homework. Or I'm studying. I just need something playing. Like I need okay. um, music, or I need a movie playing, or a show while I'm halfway paying attention. Okay. And I don't know what it was exactly. You know, maybe it was the fact that I got into photography, and then that led to like cinematography. You get into all these like subcategories, and um, you start appreciating movies for different things. So instead of like before it just being like crazy action, now you're looking at, oh, is it a good storyline? Is it shot perfectly? Is it this? Is it that? And I just like nerd out about different different shit. Which is what we do as well. Have you yeah. seen 1917 yet? Yeah, I seen that two nights ago. And we haven't, I haven't seen it, but- I'm not going to spoil it. You, do you want my review on it or no? Was it as, was it as good as- as what they... Because I believe, like I know, same way, I, yeah. I know what to look for, but sometimes even still you leave underwhelmed. Okay. Um, I will say that I left, or I went into the movie expecting extremely high, expect, I had extremely high expectations. Why? Watching the golden, yeah, the one shot thing. I was amping that up months before. Yeah, as you should. That's crazy. It sounds just crazy. Mm -hmm. A movie has a one shot. So I'm just like, yo, how they do that? I'd be thinking about making two minute videos in which doing a one One shot. shot. And that's extremely, it's extremely difficult. So um, I had extremely high expectations. I walked out feeling underwhelmed. I will say that. You see, you haven't seen the movie, so I don't know if I should gotcha. give a full review. We'll, but I will say we'll, that we'll circle back. We'll uh-huh. circle back. Great acting. I will did say you, that as well. Did you catch Uncut Gems? One hundred percent. Yes. Uncut Gems was one where I left feeling it was better than what I expected. Okay. You know, you see it. They're saying it's good. You know, they're saying it's good. They're saying it's Sandler. Yeah. I know Sandler can get a little serious at times with the right parameters. These look like the right parameters silly yeah but also do a little bit something more serious a lot of times what i say to myself if i could predict how the movie is going to end um you no matter how good the movie is if i see it coming you get angry you like i've seen it coming yeah like mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. yeah i feel you for all that i could have stayed at home if i knew how it was going to play out but that that one, I was so you like, left underwhelmed. I left no, I left, I left satisfied. I was satisfied. Like, okay, okay. Good. Even though you you seen the ending happen, did you see the ending happening? Yeah, no, I didn't see it happening, and that's I like that. Okay, I, I love that. Right. I can live with that. That's what makes me excited. Same thing, I guess. Inception. You know what's crazy? Inse- uh, the movie Inception, right? Mm-hmm. I still haven't. Every time I put on that movie, and it's on Netflix oh, now, God. so I have to sit down and really watch. Every time I put on the movie, I kind of drift away. I'm doing something, so oh, I'm just like, nah. I'm kind of drifting away. And it's one of those, um, who's the director? Nolan? Yes, yeah. Christopher Nolan. Um, 
I'm disappointed in myself. I'm just like, yo, why haven't you really focused and watched this movie? I'm gonna do that tonight. I'm gonna do Can that tonight. I tell you, I know half of it. Like, and I'm sure mm-hmm. ten years past, you know how it ends because you see all these different yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But I can still appreciate it even if I if I know. If that you ending. know, if you if you know how it ends, then it's kind of like, yeah. But I'm I'm telling you, I'm hearing Inception, Inception. I'm like, all right, let's see this movie. Mm-hmm. Nolan's one of my guys. All right, I'll check it out. Um, I remember I was staying at my brother's house at the time. We had the bootleg. This is back when yeah. mountains of bootlegs, we was getting them all yeah, in the house. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I put it in. I'm like, all right, let's get it. I'm locked in. Leo's my boy, too, so I'm, I'm locked in. I'm here. Um, and everybody was like, watch it. Everybody I knew was like, watch it. Watch yeah. it. It's really good. So I get to the end, it's maybe 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I started. <laughs> and I, I, I was just telling the story the other day. My brother wakes up and he's laughing in the next room because yeah. I guess he was waiting for. Oh, he knew the ending. Yeah, he was so waiting he for your reaction. Ready, so he was for, and I was like, yeah. yo. But when you can do that, when you, when you get that reaction, you get that emotion, right? Uncut Gems, you saw it, right? It, you had Every, the same one, right? You everybody, I like when everybody in the theater goes, oh, yeah. the, you know, shit. Those, those moments are incredible. Mm-hmm. I like uh, Get Out, Get Out was sort of the same. Yeah, I didn't and, see it with a theater. And that's why I appreciate movie theaters now mm-hmm. more because you need that experience with other people. You need to see that reaction. I love being able, I, I love being able to witness that. Just mm-hmm. get out in a movie theater, everybody laughing at the same time, yeah. oh, at the same time, yeah. the way the lines and the everything was hitting and landing, yeah. it was ridiculous. But nah, Inception, Inception, Uncut Gems. Yeah. Have you ever, would you ever do, would you ever go from photography to filmmaking? Is that something? Oh, 100%. Okay. 100%. I'm trying to do that now. It just mm-hmm. requires a lot more time than I have now. So I'm patient with it, okay. and I'm already someone who like doesn't even like to rush my my photo work. I get you. So um, I would 100% do that. Mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of people that just stay with one. I feel like there's a lot more people that try to like make that transition elsewhere. I feel like photographers make some of the best looking films. Um, just. I, I was I was talking to a photographer friend of mine yesterday, and um, I was saying like Kubrick, Kubrick was one mm-hmm. of my guys. Yeah, uh, amazing photographer. Yeah, and his films just look lovely. And I think it's because with that, um, I don't know many off the top of my head. I don't know a lot off the top of the head, but I can understand why because I think the best photographers understand like patience and when you're patient that's a lot more time to analyze like your environment which is looking for that specific photo or waiting for something when you can look at your environment and really analyze it you can look at different things to manipulate so that once you get into film you're looking from like a different perspective okay and i've noticed a lot of like people who make films try to get into photography I've noticed this on Instagram, and they said like they didn't notice it would be that hard of a transition. Yeah, photography. I I have 
just a a great appreciation because mm-hmm. I'm a writer and um, I'm I'm transitioning into being like a director of films yeah. and shorts and stuff because that's my big goal. That's you know my thing, but. I'll be the first source. I don't really understand the technical stuff of the camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm putting time in to learn it a little bit more. Yeah. But I just want to take it, get it well lit, get it looking right. Yeah. You know, obviously, and these are all things that you need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I want it to look like this so that I could just start and then bring the emotion out. Yeah. And that's why I appreciate photographers, cinematographers, not like Nick Cannon and Drumline, like I can't read music. Like yeah. I, I know a little something, <laughs> yeah. but I'm sitting there, it's like I got to read, I got to go through notes and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. not uh-huh. it's sharp. And even with be. that, that's fine. People who can't read music, but make music, mm-hmm. people that don't understand all the technical aspects of a camera, but still do photography or like... You don't have to necessarily know all these things in order to join that field. No, not at all. Because that's why a lot of people are not going to um to school for these things. They pick it up themselves, and of course you can still learn it, but you don't need all that at all. There's a, there's a lot of people who make amazing music. Just other, uh, not just the other week, but um, a few months ago, I went to go see Tyler at um MSG, and he's that's playing the right. piano. It was amazing. Um, he's playing the piano up on stage, but he can't read music. Oh, really? Nah. He can't read music. And you know, that's because he's really good. You learn from ear. Wow. When you when you play, um, and I know this because I know a little bit of the piano. I taught myself the piano at first off YouTube. Then... When I was in my like third semester of college, uh, I needed like art credits, mm-hmm. so I was like, "All right, let me take a um a music." So I took like an introductory piano, and I throughout the whole entire semester, I took two semesters worth of piano class. Uh, one was like intro, and then it was like the next level. Both semesters, you can go ask each professor; they would say how like I just wasn't reading the music; everything was off ear. Or like playing it until you just. But you knew the notes. Yeah, you knew you knew the notes, but it was just uh, constant retries so that you go off memory. So if somebody showed you the notes that nah, you just played, I wouldn't played, know. I would know. All right, this is a whole note. I play this for this long, or all right, that's a, a a C minor. This is this chord. This is, but I wouldn't. I can't read all that stuff. Not at all. And that's that's sort of how I feel with the camera. Mm-hmm. Like I know, you give me a camera, you give me some access. Yeah. Uh huh. But all the t- the specific technical stuff. I know you might I want not... it to be. I know I want the shadows to do this. Mm-hmm. And, but I wouldn't know how to do it by myself. Yeah. Sadly. Um, mm-hmm. And not everybody does. But I know some of the greats. They have a, and like it, the Q, it always goes back to Kubrick for me because he started photography. Yes, yeah. all that knowledge, and then um, it goes from there. How did you get into photography? There's always the question. Uh, it was 2015, I believe. 2015, and my brother had a camera. 
Yeah. Uh, it feels like forever ago. 2015, my brother had a camera. And he would make uh, workout videos of him in the gym. Okay. And he would come home and, like, edit his own videos. And this was back when, like, even now, even though he doesn't do video, he's main, mainly photo. This was back when, like, you would take your camera, record some stuff, and a 30-second video would take him, like, and even me when I first started, like, a week to make. That sounds insane. Like, wow. that's not supposed to take you a week. Oh, wow. Maybe. Because it was just, he was so uh, uneducated on oh, Premiere okay. or... Now, even though he doesn't doesn't do video at all, man, he can make that thirty second video in in I get what you mean. in thirty minutes or whatever. It was the most basic stuff. So he would make those videos, and uh, he would tell me to film him doing whatever. So it was mainly just me seeing his camera around the house, and at the time, my boys were very big into cars. Like they had the car group; they were going to car meets. I think it's that's like, a Long Island thing. I'm not gonna. Uh huh. They had like the, mm-hmm, they had the like project cars that they were doing shit too, and whenever they would go out to like a meet or we would link up, I would just kind of take the camera and basically like vlog in a way, like just whatever we were doing at so the it time. Started with, with motion, like video. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, started with video, um, and for t- and, and taking photos at the same time. So. There would be like car meets, and I'm like, all right, let me take a picture of this car. And through that, we had our crew. We would, um, we had something called Sushi Boys. It's a long story on the name, but it was basically like the car group. Okay. But we all had our own separate stuff. It was like Brandon does the car shit. Me, I'm with the camera. So I'm starting like my photography stuff. And Carlson um, would be doing the car shit as well, plus something else, right? But I would always have the camera around doing whatever. So we would start selling shirts, holding like summer events around the town, barbecues, bonfires. Um, And it's basically through that, basically just vlogging whatever we did. And from there, just graduated to different stuff. Uh, 2006. 16, 17 went by. I'm still just just learning, just doing little stuff. Like, all right, let me see if I can get a photo shoot. I'm, like, oh, I'm about to come to Long Island and roll with y'all because my friends don't want to do shit. <laughs> I be trying to get them to do some shit. Yeah. And it's like pulling teeth. Is like, that, yeah, yeah I feel you. I feel it's, it can be. It can be like that. Be lit. Let's have fun. Yeah, it can be like that with us oh, as well. <laughs> he just gave me the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it can It can get like that. I understand. Even now, even though... um. The car shit is dead to them. I was never into cars. I would just like record the stuff that I did with them. But I was, I don't know shit about cars, bro. Absolutely nada. Yeah, nothing. So it was always them. And um, even though they're not into cars now, it's, it's, uh, I appreciate them doing that because that, that basically taught me a lot about the camera. We went out to, there's a place called um, Ocean City, Maryland. And down there, they have like a they have a an official car show, and then they have something that's unofficial called H two O. There's like the H two O car show, which is the official thing, and then there's something like unofficial where basically it's like think of like a Las Vegas strip. It's not as like 
flashy and big hotels and shit like that. But think of a long ass strip, and niggas yeah, just mob their cars yeah. down there. But is this is this where they got all the seafood spots? I think I know what you're. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. So they would have um something called H two O, and uh, it's basically like just for three days: Friday, Saturday, Sunday. People just mobbing their cars down this long strip. People come from out of the country. People come from uh, Canada. Uh, people come from all parts of the states, and they just mob down this strip for for three days. And it's crazy. Like over the years, it's grown so much to now where like the police down there are just like, yo, how do we contain this shit? Now they just kind of embraced it. They're just like, all right, we gonna make our money. Like. People going Airbnb out here. Yeah. It's, we going to make our money off uh, towing cars or whatever. <laughs> they just embraced it. But wow. I remember the first year was 2018, I believe it was. 2018. So that's about three years after I started the photography shit. Yeah. I went down there, took my brother's camera. was like, yo, can I borrow this for three days? He like, yeah, bet. Went down there. Didn't know what I was doing, but I just filmed everything that was going on. For those three days, came home, and it took me like four months to make a video. Because there'd be videographers going down there, and they make actual, like, they call H2O movies. Okay. And it's, everyone just has their own movie of, like, the car shit that went on down there. So I was just like, you know, I'm a, let me see if I can do that. So I went down there, and initially I had no thoughts of even making a, a movie. I was just like, yo, I'm just going to film for three days. And bro, we probably slept for like five hours each night. Was up for like the other like nineteen hours, just up all day. And, um, and you were everywhere. just filming everywhere. Just went, yo, I'm in your car. They're bobbing up and down the street. All right, I'm gonna get out. We're gonna walk for six blocks. There's gonna be a car meet over here, and there'd be fights going on. Cops arresting people. Came back home, and took me like four months to make a my H2O movie, and. Put that shit out like the top of the year, 2018, I think. 2018. I might be getting these dates mixed up, years mixed up. But um, yeah, and that shit did numbers on YouTube. I couldn't believe it. I got a question for you. How do you feel, I guess, this is one of the things I have an issue with. You want to you wanna like capture all of these moments, but being the person behind the camera, you might not be in a lot of these. Like you're here and you're getting everything, but, but you're not. You're not in front of the camera. To, not not in front of. It's not even about being in front of the camera. It's just you're a keeper of memories. I feel and it. everything is from your point of view. Like you mm-hmm. don't get to see yourself in any of these memories, sort of third person. Like, yo, that's a good ass question, and I've never. I don't think I've ever thought about that. That's my biggest problem. Every time I go somewhere, so you're like a keeper of these memories, but you're not necessarily in them. Yeah, and it, these are important memories with uh-huh. your friends, your family. Like you went, that's a big moment in time. Like y'all went to Maryland for this show, and and I'm just asking because I want to see how I somebody else. Because I love that. I love I, every time we go somewhere. Mm-hmm. I would love to have my camera on the whole time, but I sort of get to a point where I'm like, I close the camera. Like I got my little handy cam that I have. Yeah, I close it and I just because I'm. I'm not in any of this. Like, yeah, I feel I'm capturing you. such good stuff, and we're going to look back on it. I'm going to look back on it one day, but I won't be able to see myself. I understand. Years of memories, but it's just everyone else. Like mm-hmm. I'm not in any of this. You 
that sort of I've never got that question before, but that's a good thing. And I've never really thought about it in that sense. I don't think I've ever had a point where I was having my camera out filming something and felt like, shit, I'm not necessarily going to be in any of this. Because a part of me feels responsible, not responsible, feels like grateful for even capturing it. I'm like, I'm making this visible. Okay. Even though I'm not making the moment, there's other people in this, or maybe I am making the moment because I might be directing someone to do something. But in the um, in the event of like H2O, where things are going on, whether I'm creating it or not, and most of the times I wasn't creating that exact moment, I'm like, yo, I'm making this visible to the world. Okay. Even though I don't have a crazy big platform, not a lot of people are going to be seeing this, um, which ended up they did. But I'm like, yo, I'm making this like visible. I feel content enough to, I'm fine with going home, watching this back, and saying like, yo, I got this. Like, that's a that's a rewarding feeling. I'm I'm asking more so from say you started in 2015. Say you got five years worth of stuff, four or five years yeah. worth of stuff mm-hmm. in this time. And as the time goes on, I was as the decade was sort of ending. I was playing back a lot of videos. Yeah. Um, and fortunately enough. I would always give the camera to somebody and um you know I would there's clips of there's obviously a lot of clips with me from my point of view Filming. but um there's also clips just of me from somebody else holding it and I was fortunate enough to just see growth through the years just as you know you see a through mm-hmm. line you see the changes yeah, yeah. and stuff and when it's time to make a documentary about your life, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. What uh-huh. what will they have if every if you if everything if is just you, your point of view? Yeah, I guess maybe that's how I is. Is that pretentious of me to think of it like that? Nah, that's not. That's not. That's actually real. That's why I'm, I'm kind of like lost because I've never thought about it in that sense. Because like, you're doing amazing things right now. You're you're capturing yeah. this stuff. These are amazing feats. Mm-hmm. But it's like I can't live and hold the camera. Someone got to take nah. this. Like that's what I always think back to. Like me capturing this is an amazing thing. Yeah. But nobody's getting me. Nobody's. Mm-hmm. And I. I think a part of it, you ask, is that pretentious? In a way, and that's fine. That's fine to feel like. Nah, I want to be in here as well. And I feel like um, when I started traveling, every country that I've been to. Me personally, let me answer this. Me personally, I've always been. Um, let me film everything, right? I'm gonna film, I'm and and yeah, I'm here. Um, I'm one of those people that even though I have my camera out, I still find to find time to live in the moment. You now people always saying like, "Yo, is people always with the camera? Are they not living in the moment?" Mm-hmm. No, I, I I find the time to do that. How so? Even with my camera out, I still feel like I'm living in the moment. When I go back into my Lightroom catalogs. And I'm looking through all these photos. Honest to God, I know what I was listening to at that moment. My mind just works like that. Like when I take a photo in front of, uh, when I take a photo of the Eiffel Tower, like I was so much in that moment, 
I can tell you what went on that morning leading to that photo. I can tell you like what I was doing at that moment as far as stuff I was listening to, how I felt at that moment. So living in the moment to me, I understand what people mean by that. Like when you're at a concert and, and your camera's always out, which mine isn't at a concert, but me personally, I can have my camera and still enjoy that moment to the fullest because I love photography so much. It's not just some meaningless thing to me. There's been so many times you go to a concert and you hold your, your phone up, you're, going, you're never going to look at that video ever again. You, there's so many people that are never going to look at that video ever again. It was just that moment that you just needed to post and then you save it to your... Your, uh, highlights or your highlights whatever. or your photo reel. Like what is it when it goes into your, your, your actual phone? Mm -hmm. But you never going to look at that video ever again. Me, when I'm out... And I'm and I'm taking photos. Like I might leave here and then head to Brooklyn to just shoot around. I'm still gonna be living in that moment. Me personally, because I appreciate this. Um, I don't know if I'm actually answering your question. No, no, no. Yeah. So and is it pretend? Just to go back to your question, it's um, is it pretentious? Yes. Um, but I understand. Like you said, if someone's making a documentary of your life. And all they have is this video in first POV and in, in, in a first person point mm -hmm. of view. That is kind of like, damn. Like I'm doing 360 dunks and it's not yeah. on tape. Like that's how I feel when, yeah. I'm, when I'm nice with my uh -huh. like, I feel like I'm. You're doing 360 dunks and, and nobody's going to see you. They just going to see the <laughs> the first like person. It's like seeing the bounce. <laughs> like the ball. <laughs> like, it's like watching the dunk contest just from. The, the first person's point of view. You're not seeing Jordan make that shit. You just seeing the ball go in yeah, there. Like, like you seeing the motion turn and mm -hmm. all the, the twist and through the legs, but you're not seeing the person. And yes, that's that's cool. There's something there's something dope yeah. about that too. But and I'll say more so you, like I'm I'm striving for that, but more so you, you're doing things that uh like really Momentous, like you're capturing momentous things and you're doing it with a, a, a sort of like a, an, an aesthetic flair. Mm -hmm. People need to see that. But then more so than that, when I have my camera and I'm looking through the monitor, I'm realizing like this is something amazing. Like I'm looking through the monitor. But then I had to sort of stop and say like, wait, I I want to see it through my own yeah. eyes. I uh -huh. want to... I want and yes, I, when I look back at some of this stuff, I could go through the whole day. I can remember the temperature. I can remember yeah. all of that. But it's 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 when you have this responsibility, you gotta always be on the lookout. Things. Yes, for the good shot, the good moment. To yeah. make sure you got it down for mm -hmm. everyone else to see years from now. Yeah. But who's gonna who's Who's gonna see you? Yeah, actually doing this thing, and I, you know, I think that just comes with the territory. That just comes with it, unless. And there's been times where I've told myself, "What do I want to do different? Like, what are new things that I want to do?" Something that could help change that is thinking of new ways to create content. So, how about I have one of my boys that films as well? comes out and shoots me shooting. There's a lot of um, people on YouTube that do that. 
Yes, I've seen that. You know what I'm talking about? They have the the, shoots and stuff. And I can't think of his name right now. And I'm kind of getting mad because I want to give this person a a shout out. But there's a photographer on YouTube and also on IG. But he makes a lot of YouTube videos where he shoots uh, primarily film. And he'll go out. And he's from the UK, I believe. And he'll go out and he'll test out different cameras or different types of rolls of film. And he'll have someone recording him doing this. And then while you're watching the video, his photos will pop up on the screen. So you're seeing this person work. Oh, and then it's And then it shows the the photo as well. And I feel like this is something that um also uh what is that? Not B and H, but um what is the other camera store? I'm a, yeah, Adorama. I was about to be a shitty photographer. I don't know none of these shits. Um, uh, Adorama, they have, um, they had like a series called Behind the Lens. Look that up when you get a chance. And it puts, it, uh, it highlights different photographers. I don't know if they still do it, but they highlighted different photographers through their work process. So they'll film them, film them shooting what goes on with their, um, what goes into their process, how they edit, um, how they got into it. That kind of like an interview. But then they also show them their work as well. So I guess that's what you have to do. Have I mean, someone filming you I, at times. Or, I don't, it's, it's hard. Some of it just comes to the territory. You, you sacrificing yeah, that. Yeah. Because you just, you just want to be able to have like... You just want to leave a mark. Mm-hmm. And yes, you're leaving a mark with yep. this, but... There's no anything of you a lot of the time. And that's been my biggest thing. Like, a part of me is like, I don't necessarily care about me. Like, I don't need my face out there. You check my my account. Like, it's, you check my IG and you're not going to see many pictures of me. I care more so about what I'm creating than it is me. But then I realize I have some shit to say. You know what I'm saying? There's some photographers out there, and this is perfectly fine. But don't got shit to say. They just got their photos, and that's that. There's nothing else, and that's fine. But me, I notice I do have shit to say. I'm much more than just taking photos. So how do I incorporate myself into my um, brand? So to say, yeah. it sounds weird to say, I, but like, I, yeah, just, there's a brand of live from 631. Mm-hmm. The Stefan, then what I created was live from 631. Mm-hmm. How do I show not just the photos or videos that I'm making, but I'm actually showing me as well. Oh, yes. So you're getting everything. And some of it I learned from friends. They'd be like, they think that I already like set off to do this. And maybe I have, but it's been real unintentional. Like you tell me, like, yo, you a funny guy. A lot of it just be spared a moment bullshit. And they know I'm just yeah, like no, that no, when no, I'm yeah, uh-huh. It's never like, yo, I got this skit that I want to do yeah, with this song in the car. I just be driving around and then do some dumb shit that can get me pulled over. And that's that. I got a question for you. Yeah. How does your brother sort of feel about you? Or rather, how do you feel? I guess maybe both of you guys. That you sort of he passed you the torch or he passed you the baton and you took it and you ran with it. 
like as far as with photography. <laughs> I don't think he ever looked at it like that. <laughs> like not at all. Like it, it wasn't because uh, it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't like a thing, intentional. Like, yeah, yeah, but, but just, it was. But that's that's what makes it even more beautiful. Looking from outside, looking in. Uh huh. And I was wondering, is that ever something you guys talk about or something? You think about nah. Like when people ask me the question, "How do you get into photography?" My short-ended question is always basically my brother. Mm-hmm. I never want to just say that because it's actually it's how yeah. I don't want to give you just a dry answer. Like, yeah, my brother got me into photography. All right, next question. <laughs> but <laughs> there's actually like a story leading up to that. But the mm-hmm. whole concept is basically he had a camera. I'm like, yo, can I use this? He like he, whatever, like <laughs> I don't care, sure. And we got into whatever. And in every country, damn near every country that I've been to that you've seen on my page, uh-huh. he's been there as well, taking photos as well. Wow. Yeah, so passing the baton, like we never we if he heard that, he'll probably laugh at that shit. <laughs> but nah, it's just you have something like I got into I, that's just a uh the what you call it, the um the advantages of having having a an older brother. Mm. Like the music that I got into. Yeah. Because of him. Hobbies because of him. Like that's just the 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 sibling side effect. Like I think I'm trying to think of like sneakers, like just a love yeah. of or, or not even love, but an, an appreciation. In of, some sense, a sense of style. Like yeah, yo, you seen him definitely. wearing some shit. If they were a certain amount of years older than you, then you just like, oh, they doing that at that age? Oh, let me see if I can get on this. Oh, they wearing they wearing their jeans like this? Oh, let me see if I can get into that. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you take a lot of photos in dark places. Oh shit. Do I? Not 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 an over it's not anything like that, but um I can't get good photos off in dark places. Mm-hmm. So again, it just comes from my appreciation of Photographers and stuff that I think is are nice. How how do you go about getting the pictures? Getting photos, like I guess, is it the lens? Is it because I, you know, you adjust your shutter as far as you can because you want, you know, you you try to adjust things as far as you can without compromising Uh the aesthetic of the shot you want. So how do you still get these good photos? Like, well, it looks well lit all the time. So even with that, I feel. So technically, in order to get Photos, and I'm gonna give you the, the technical answer, which is basically like, all right, so if you're in a low lit area, you gotta bump your eyes, so, or maybe you have to. But it doesn't look. Your photos shoot look down. Like that. Well, it it depends. I think sometimes, and me, it's kind of weird hearing that because even though I shoot with the Sony, which is like a good camera for taking pictures in low lit areas, mm. right, the push your T photo. That even, was one that did it because it's. It's an amazing composition. It's an amazing shot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, it's telling a story. It's in, and and that's one of the things where I'm like, we're doing this for people. Yeah. Who's doing it for us? When it, yeah. To go back to that thing. But just, I digress. How, how are you able to get a photo like this off? All right. So, with the Pusha T photo, that was, um, just to give whoever's listening context, like, all right, Pusha T photo. I took that when he was on his Daytona tour. Perform that. I forgot what venue that was. Maybe like Irvin Plaza or some shit like Terminal Five or Irvin Plaza. Um, that is just all post work. 
That's mainly like post work. I shot that with a good lens. That was a a Sony 85 millimeter or 84, whatever it is, 1.4. So with a 1.4, you were able 1. to get that 1.4 aperture. Off. And I think I took that at, I can go back and check, but I think I took that at 1.4. Yeah, I, took that, I think I took that at 1.4. So I was trying my best to have just the right amount of light. It doesn't have to be too much because once I get in post, I can... Because I know your shutter, your shutter must have been... It had to have been crazy fast, or no? Maybe so. Maybe not. Not not crazy. Not necessarily. Because that photo, I think it was um. That photo, he doesn't. He's not doing a lot of moving around. Okay. So it's not. I don't need a crazy fast okay. shutter for him. He's not doing. He's not doing too much during the so show, as opposed to like Tyler in his in his early days. You know what I'm saying? That was actually a question. I thank you for bringing. That was another mm-hmm. question. I but okay, so it's yeah, not. But just with that, that would answer your question. I think that's mainly post work. I take the photo because my camera isn't the best in low light. I need because I shoot on a crop sensor. That's okay. bad for low light. Um, but me, I bump up my my ISO. I don't give a fuck if the no, the the photo is gonna be like too noisy or okay. whatever, too grainy or whatever. Um, and I think I shot that at one point four to give myself the most amount of light. It's 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 hard to shoot one point four because it's so sharp and, and and focused. I might be saying this wrong. I ain't go to school for this shit. But no, I, I, I feel like no, I, I, I follow what you're saying. But it's 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 it can be difficult because you might be picking up on the wrong wrong little the wrong little thing. You might the... pick up on his his finger that's on the mic, mm-hmm. focus on the mic as opposed to his actual face that you want. So that was mainly post work. You manual focus or you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you mm-hmm. need to... Oh no, 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 autofocus. Sorry, autofocus? sorry. Yeah, autofocus, okay. manual focus. It's because it's easy to lose it. Oh boy, if you're doing that during live show, nigga, <laughs> I don't even know how someone could could manual focus and shoot a live show. That shit is insane. But that, but like you said, he's not moving around. Yeah, he's not moving much. around too much. So okay. that could be possible for certain people, like certain R and B acts. You know, they gonna be maybe sitting on the chair or like what's the name? Um. Just put out the album with um I'm going they've been killing her online for a live performance. Yeah, Summer Walker. Okay. Even her. Maybe you could shoot a live show, manual folks, <laughs> she ain't moving around too much. Not to now I'm not trying nah, <laughs> I'm not nah, trying nah. shit on her. You know what it is? I listen to Joe Budden podcast. Damn that nigga be killing her. Yeah. <laughs> he be killing. It's out of love. I want to say yes. that. It's out of love. It's he be giving love. an on. Yeah, different love. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but, yeah. but um, I think he's just carrying the same sentiments that a lot of people have, which is justified in a sense. So yeah. do you think all this shouldn't be... Where do you stand on that? I think I've never seen a Summer Walker show. I will say that. All the videos I've been seeing has been putting her out bad because them shits be looking terrible. But when you go to a concert, do you prefer the the Travis Scott type of thing where you're getting a full production? Or are oh, you I definitely okay don't need with... that. I just need a good show. And what constitutes as a good show? As they were telling justice, uh, okay. right? It can be um, as long as it sounds good. It's it sounds good. You look like you want to be there. Yo, okay, you, yeah. you better perform a show. If you're gonna sit and Sit on stage and just you know croon. At least, really. Yeah, you can still sit there. 
yeah. for a whole show and still look like you into it. At least look like you into singing. And once again, I'm not saying Summer Walk is not doing no, this. No, but just, I, this but, is more so me asking uh-huh. another person what they think. Or even if, I feel like there's people that go out there and they might be going insane the whole show, like rap acts that be going crazy and it still might be a bad show. Because one, I hate rappers that they have the um, the vocal tracks playing the entire the entire time they're performing. So you're not necessarily putting on a show. You got the vocals playing through your song. So imagine if Meek is performing Dreams and Nightmare and he has the it's actual the vocals bass, playing the entire the time breath. and he not necessarily rapping along to it. Because I've been to a lot of shows where they put the mic to the crowd a lot and let them sing. Like, no, nigga, you better be putting on an actual show. You know what I'm saying? And even Meek, he said for this past tour, this is the first time he's been performing with him, uh, with just the instrumental and him going along. Challenge it, yourself. Yeah, That's and it's good. hard. Challenge yourself. Because you moving around and you have to say damn near every single word. As a fan, I appreciate that. And just... people don't have like the hype man around, the hype man DJ too much to, mm-hmm. to, to, to help along with them. But I appreciate any artist challenge. Yeah, just, 100%. I guess it sort of puts me in a space where I'm like, I, I want to challenge myself now. Mm-hmm. I want to, you know, I want to do a little bit of something. Even different. the Sir show. Sorry, the, the Sir show, which was like last month. That's like I said, it's an R&B act. He's not going to be moving around all crazy, but he put on a good show. I believe he is. looked like he wanted to be there. He's the... um. The stage design was perfect. Uh, I, like, he's I, like, en- I like a good stage He's engaging design. with the crowd. That's another thing. Engage with the crowd. Talk to them. Mm. So I think that constitutes as a good show. I really want to know about Tyler's show. I, I, I don't want to take up too much of your time talking about yeah. it, but I'm just a big... Um, and once you said it, I realized as big of a Tyler fan as I am, mm-hmm. I've never seen him live. Yeah. Um, I, I was on Tyler fairly early. Yeah. Like... Goblin, when Goblin was coming out, I was I was waiting for Goblin. Like I was mm-hmm. pressed. I was trying to find a leak. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, how how do I miss, especially in this stage, as because he, he's really he evolves like a fucking Pokemon. Like Bro, over the past decade, he got. So that's why I'm like, the fact that I haven't been able to see it grow, mm-hmm. and then even still not even see it right now as it is, I might have to try and look and see if he's doing a loop around somewhere close by, but. What was that like? Him at MSG. So I've been to every show of every tour of his since Wolf, I believe. Since Wolf, yeah. First time me seeing him was 2013. And I went to see him at, um, my ex-girlfriend took me to see him at uh, Peter Palooza. Peter Rosenberg from Hot 97. Okay, he used to have his birthday concert, and they were headlining. Our future was headlining that, and um, that's the first time I've seen him. And every year since then, been catching him. So his show at MSG was different because, bro, that's an arena. That's that's a different way. Usually, he's in these terminal fives, five thousand capacity. And And you gotta account for the stage is sort of surrounded. I'm assuming. Oh no, he's been. Like people are surrounding the stage, not more so. Just when you're in a, 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 I guess, did you catch Scorpion? 
how it's the stage oh, I know in you're the talking middle about. I know and you're talking we're about. around it. So you got to mm-hmm. sort of circle. His stage the, design was different. So okay, uh, Drake, his that that was, uh, I understand what you mean. Yeah. People were surrounding him yes. and he has to turn around in the 360 and put a show onto him. Tyler was basically like any, not a any show. at any type of view. What does that mean exactly? Just, Where it's like, he'll be over here. Yeah, and then everybody and, else is sort of. Yeah. You 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 uh you have the whole audience at your front disposal. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, so it's not a three sixty, everyone's around you. Oh. It's you're standing in front. He it's like standing like in front that. of a crowd, uh standing in front of the classroom mm-hmm. and you're yeah, so you did it like that. And um I appreciated his stage design. That was crazy. Like that was made me like really get into like, yo I was into it a little bit before because of people like um Big Sean's uh, creative director, and his name is also slipping, uh, Mike something. I'm, I'm going to remember it as we go on. But um, I appreciate stage design because of people like that, Big Sean's creative director. But seeing Tyler do his uh, creative, uh, his stage design, that's what made me enjoy the show. And you just appreciate him as far he's how far he's came. He doesn't have to just, some people can only get on and carry on a good show if they're yelling and it's so much energy. Once you do like these calm records, like uh, Garden Shed, and you can still get the crowd engaged, or I can't think of off the top of my head right now, any slow songs from from Igor, but that's different. He's going to have an amazing I feel like for a long He's time. He's already having that amazing and, career. Yeah, it's like that's, that's going to be a documentary, maybe not a biopic because he's done so much, mm-hmm. but that's like they did for Quincy. I could yeah. see him and then, you know, not to, but you know what I'm trying to yeah. say, like just yeah. the mm-hmm. way he's going to, and what, do artists not want to work with him? I guess as far as I would letting think him, more people producing, do. and that's, because I remember he said something about it. He wants to work with. He wants to he produce wants to, for artists. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, why y'all not? Yo, you should go to him. Yeah, for real. And I know, like his close homies. I can only think of one. Let me not say homies, but I know he's produced for. He's produced for um Schoolboy Q. Okay. He's done big body off of um Schoolboy Q's uh, Blank Face album. He's done the intro to Mac Miller's Good AM album. And a few other things. You can look that up. But he's producing here and there. But I want him to get to the point where yes. he's performing for the random artist. Not just the homies. Like You know he was cool mm-hmm. with Mac. You know he's real close with uh, Q. But more people should be going to him like, yo, we need. I need you to throw me some beats. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fire. Like, yeah, he got, he got some shit. You've seen that all throughout his catalog. Yes. And even when it wasn't as polished. Like he'll say it. I I like the old stuff. It was mm-hmm. different, obviously, but it was hard. It yeah. was mm-hmm. man. And just to throw a name out there, because I just remember Mike Carson is his name. Okay. Works with Big Sean. I believe that's his creative director. Amazing. The shit that he's worked on the past like decade is insane. Did you like uh what was his last one? I decided. I like that album. I like that album. Um, I think it was, even though I like, what is the one before? Dark, Dark Sky Paradise? That's what I was going to say. Do you feel like it was a going up or sort of uh, going 
I like Dark Sky Paradise better for the wrong reasons. What are, what are those? In the sense of just more songs that like I think got me like amped up. Mm. But I think I decided it was like more cohesive. Um, I think it had, you know, Dark and I correct me if I'm wrong. I think Dark Sky Paradise had more tracks on it, and I decided had less. So I decided it was more cohesive. But Dark Sky or Dark Sky Paradise had more songs that I liked just because it had more songs yeah. on it. I think check that. I'm looking at the deluxe, and the deluxe had 15. 15. Four. I decided. I'm going I'm to just guess I decided it had 14. Oh, it did? Yeah. All right, so maybe I'm wrong. And the, the regular version, not the deluxe version of Dark Sky, was 12. 12? Yeah. All right, so maybe I'm wrong with that. But I just feel like you, you, I it, decided it, it was. Better. It flowed better. Uh-huh. Yeah. Concept, I think, was better. Creative direction, I think, was better. Like, I like the concept. I, mm-hmm. so, and again, you can't, I never want to be the person to fault an artist for trying something. Yeah. Um, and I like the concept. I just. Mm-hmm. It, it was whatever. Yeah. It, I, I feel it, you. I feel you. The first one, it hit harder for me. Yeah. And the, yes, there were more like bangers and stuff, but mm-hmm. the concept you. just, sometimes the concept yeah. just doesn't hit for me. Uh-huh. I feel Yeah. And, 100%. And even though they tried something new, it's like, yeah, I credit you for that. Like, I Yeah. Think, and that's. People say that for Kanye as well. It's like, yo, you got to credit him for like every single project he does is something new. But at the same time, it was new and it was bad. Like, I, I, <laughs> as of late, I feel like maybe he's not really trying. Before, yeah, I don't, I don't even want to have before, a conversation. Yeah, beforehand I felt you're trying new things and people are, everything up to the life of Pablo, I was mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. But, and I have a theory for that as well. Like I have a theory that streaming fucked them up. In the sense of now, ever since streaming popped off, every album's been late. Every album has been tweaked to the last minute. Oh, we gonna oh, drop Kanye. it tomorrow Kanye. because yeah, right now we still in the final stages of mixing. I feel like he treats it like the paper that you do for a professor that you know is a pushover. It's like I'm gonna start this last minute. <laughs> Where the pushover? Yeah, because it's like I'm, I'm gonna do this last minute, and then it gets last minute, and you like. They gonna let me hand it in tomorrow, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it tonight. I'm gonna do it even though it's due today. I'm gonna uh, do it tonight, and ever since then, it's been like the uh, dumbest I things that's happened. Saying. Even after the album is put out, you're still making tweaks to it, as opposed to Life of Pablo, which I think was the first album that came out Wait, when streaming. Oh. No, when streaming started, the first one of his was the first first album he put out in the streaming. Um, Platform because before that it was Yeezus, and Yeezus, Yeezus was in stores like what? you could copy these things. You can copy I, I, physical. Yes, you see what I'm saying. We completely and labels had different rules with that. Like yo, you had to have your album, and this might be the wrong it timing. Had to be done a month in advance. Wow, you see what I'm saying? Okay. So now that you You're have streaming, you just you making tweaks after the album was put oh out. Oh my god, you. I just feel like, yo, he needs to just not make me... And listen, people will tell you this. I credit Kanye for the way I was raised. I credit him for the way... (laughs) It's fine. I credit him for like the way I was raised. Like Mm -hmm. his music. He's my favorite artist ever. 
ever. But I'm a fan, not a stand. I'm I'm a fan enough to say yeah, like, nigga, you doing some trash right now. <laughs> I love a lot of your shit, but like you've been doing some trash as of late. So I think like the whole streaming shit kind of like made him lazy. You're not 100 percent invested. Stop making music if you don't really like. I think he loves it, yeah, but you not even you don't love it to the extent of like perfection like you always do. From him, I I came to appreciate. One thousand percent. So just to see, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like you're putting that much attention in the front of this thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see that. I want to because when we started this, it was 2017, and I remember that that sort of like spring summertime of that year. Okay. What differences do you do you see in your approach to photography since then? Patience. Just more patience. Patience. Not caring about Instagram. Uh, that's stupid shit. What do you mean, like, not caring about Instagram? I used to go out and shoot and... Say, this is, this is the one that's going to hit. I used to go out like, all right, I'm going to take this train out to the city. I'm looking for a photo to post for tonight. Mm-hmm. The dumbest shit ever. Like, okay. you going out with the sole purpose to find something to post. One, not every time you bring your camera out, you're going to have, like, a good photo. So not only does that put you in a position of you going out with the expectations of having something to post that night. So when you shoot and some stuff is subpar, you like, ah, but which is the best out of this subpar stuff? You, you want something you to show. You just want something to it's, show you people. You want to show, yo, we, we working. Like, look at me. Uh-huh. I'm doing something important. But then also, those likes kind of feel good. Mm-hmm. Those likes are like, ah, they, they fucking, do. They fucking with me. But then if you someone like me, who don't be getting likes like that, Really? What? And you know it's nasty? Right. You take dope pics. Oh, yeah, I know that. And that's the thing, right? It never knocks my confidence. Confidence. Because I know I be taking some fire-ass pictures, bro. I know I create good shit. Uh-huh. The, it don't translate in likes. Maybe because I don't promote myself enough. Maybe because um, I don't know. There's a lot of shit that, I, that, that I've been thinking about. As opposed to, uh, as far as why it hasn't translated into likes, but like when those li- like those likes do feel good, mm-hmm. but me, I'm just like, nah, like I I, I don't necessarily care for them because one, I don't get a lot, so I'm glad. Like, let's just say in a year from now, my followers boost up, I'm getting crazy likes. Hopefully that doesn't change my mood, but as of right now, I'm just like, the likes are cool, but like, this girl the other day just hit me up from Spain and told me like, yo, I love your work. That's crazy to me. And And when I sent that to my mother, and she lives in uh, said country in Africa that I've never heard of a day in my life, Uh I'm like, yo, that shit is dope. That is hard. Like this photo that I posted while I was on vacation, and- it got like 70 likes, whatever. No comments. But it's It was just a post. Po- I love that photo, right? That yeah. picture it was a picture I took when I was in um when I was uh Zanzibar, right? Yeah. One of the most amazing places I've ever been to in my life. I just posted it. I pre I'll never take that photo down cuz it meant so much to me. As you should. But I ain't getting a lot of love off it. Like I usually don't get on my photos, but this girl who told me this Six months later, 
in her like in in from another country in a she sent me a voice note in her like broken uh uh in her broken accent. That shit was like, yo, that, give me zero likes. I'll uh, take that. I'll take that any day. So I feel like I wish more so I can just I can just put stuff out and not have to see any of that stuff. Like I, I wish know, it would be. I know well. it's important. Yeah. And I know metrics, analytics, and all of that stuff is important. Mm-hmm. I just want people to see the work. Yeah. As long as as long as I can you telling me I can put this here and people can see it, I don't yeah. care if you you like it, if you comment like, oh, that's a dopest thing. I just want you to be able to see it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just want to see have people get that gospel. Like Yeah. You just uh-huh. want to put it out there and uh-huh. have people feel what you're feeling. If you like it, cool. If you don't like it, cool. But I'm I'm giving I'm it giving to you. it I, to you. I this is this is my offering. This is my proclamation. Mm-hmm. Hear me, and whatever you do after that. Yeah, and don't get me wrong. Like you said, these stuff are important, and some people are like no, it isn't, and it it kind of is because, yes. in the sense of, um, not even though I say I don't care, that doesn't mean I don't want more likes. Oh, give me more likes. I want that's that. The, yeah, <laughs> if I could right now find out a way to not pay for them, but like uh, put myself in yeah. a, in in a in an environment where I know I'm gonna meet mad people and get mad followers or work for a brand. And they promote my work, and then that's gonna get me mad followers and likes. I want that because we know, in order to work with certain people or certain brands, you gotta show them the metrics, which is understandable. What is the ROI on this? What is the return of, of uh, investments? Like, if I invest into you or if I give you this job, they wanna know what are they returning. Yeah. And, and sometimes it doesn't necessarily have to be like that. You can just work with them to work with them. And you give them, like you might do a photo shoot for Billboard, whatever, for example. And they just need you to do a good photo shoot. You don't necessarily have to have a lot of followers. But some companies do want to know, like, you know, if we do this for you, what are you giving us? Some people who travel to different countries and they stay at different resorts or whatever, they're going to get a discounted price because they know once they post that resort on their page, guess mm-hmm. what? 14K people going to see your resort. And next time they come to Spain, guess where they're going to stay? At your resort, resort because of me. And that's us doing business with each other. So you, you're not, you're more so not, you're, you're cognizant of it, but it's not to the point where when you go outside, you're looking for it. Exactly. Not, you sort of I'm aware of the, all these different things. But you don't, you don't shoot with it. You don't act with it. It's nah. not. The driving force. You've That's exactly what it is. From you got it. That process mm-hmm. altogether. So wow. Yeah. So it's like a balance. Of course, I'm gonna find out some ways to like be a whore for these likes. <laughs> 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 Pause. No, I, <laughs> you feel me, right? Like I, I, I uh-huh. I'm gonna go out here and be like, Yo, how, what can I do to get me more like, likes? Yo, to get bro, me more take followers. This, take this pic. Like, yeah. Make, make sure it's. And that's yeah. that's another thing. Uh, I'm out here. I'm getting a smooth boat. I'm getting a nice depth of field. Yeah. Oh, this is my pics. I'm yeah. looking rough. I'm looking. Mm-hmm. Make it look good, man. Yeah, like, yeah. And that's that's one uh-huh. of the biggest things. Like we all aware of it. Yeah. We know the game. It. It's a game. It's, like. it's a currency at this point. It is. Um, it is. It can like, definitely be currency. I, I feel like I've seen women go to a dude's page and be like, "How many likes he got? How many mm-hmm. followers he got?" As a person, as an individual, aside from you as an artist, what has changed in 
past three years or so. And I guess what what lessons what has changed in the past three years? That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. A better sense of I know I have a better sense of life. I think like the meaning of life, what we're supposed to, what we're supposed to, I think I understand life better. Let me say that. Traveling gave me a better sense of like gratitude, uh, humbleness, just meeting people in different living conditions made me appreciate not just my life, but the world around us. And I always say, I had this conversation with my friends that I hated those people that say they need to see the world in order to to understand how grateful they are. Because, yo, bro, we all have, we all have TVs. Mm-hmm. We all know the Sarah, uh, what is it, McLaughlin commercial that comes in in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And they got all these little kids from Africa. Like that's a real thing. You know what I'm saying? But when you see it firsthand, it hits. It's different. It it it, it kind of does. Like I, no, I'm aware of it. Like I'm cultured enough. I'm intelligent enough. Like I paid attention in school to know. Listen, yeah. I am in. Yo, we're extremely uh, spoiled, bro. All this. Oh shit, yes. Yeah, we're yeah. extremely poor. I mean, I mean, uh, um, we're extremely spoiled. Yes. Sorry. Uh-huh. Um. Insanely poor. We be complaining about dumb shit. All the shit we complain about is stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a comedian, Andrew Schultz, and he was saying like, yo, we take shits into clean water and then flush it. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We take shits into clean water and then flush it. There's people out there that don't have clean water, one. They don't have water, period. You know what I'm saying? But traveling definitely, like seeing people in different ways. Like I went to Zanzibar, like I was saying earlier. And the reason why that place meant so much to me is because you have people who are literally hustling for, I forgot what the currency was for out there, but in in, in our terms, struggling for a dollar, a dollar, something that can barely do you any good. What is a dollar doing for you right now? I know with three fifty. Three fifty, right? Yeah. What would that do for you? Nice slice. A nice slice, right? You see how you had to bump that up to three fifty in order to. Say, to and I, to, I felt ugly about doing it because I knew I was like, ah, oh, don't do it, don't yeah. do it. But I'm like, I gave a you dollar a dollar. Can't really, you can't do nothing. It's gonna give you an Arizona. That if you, it's gonna give you an Arizona. Yeah. You better make sure you got the one that's without the tax. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we have tax, the. It'd be like uh, a, a dollar, but then it'll come out to 109, 108, whatever. You should never be able to tax. If it says it on the... I don't want to bring Yeah, sometimes it just be... Uh, I think it's like the... What is it? The plastic cans? It's a dollar, but if it's the... If it's oh, the, some uh, of them say If it's tax. the cans and it's 99 cents, there's a difference between... what I think it's once you hit a dollar. I might be wrong. Once you hit a dollar, you can hit the tax. 99 cents, you can't hit the tax. Take this but, fucking dollar. In. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, but basically... They're hustling for a dollar, two dollars out there, and once they get that, they're like, "Oh!" Or I mean, once they don't get it, like they might be asking you, like, "Hey, my man, uh, can I have this or whatever? This much money?" And it's it's some shit that like 
it's nothing to us. But you might say no, because you don't want to be, you get bothered everywhere you go. You're like, no, nah, I don't have it. I don't have it. Right? And even though they know you saying that means that they're not going to eat that night, okay, my brother, um, what's it that they say? Hakuna Matata. Hakuna Matata. Oh, for real. Hakuna Matata. No worries. Yeah. yeah. We know that from where? Life. Exactly. All my life, I knew that from, there. it's real shit. Like, they really mean that. They're not, they don't mean that because of, they're not saying that because you're a Taurus and they know you've seen Lion King. No, they real that, they mean that's, that as a real a meaning. Real mantra. Hakuma, they, they say that everywhere you go. Hakuna Matata. They don't know where they're going to eat that In that moment, how did you feel? I'm, I felt so happy because I'm just like, yo, the shit that I be complaining about, it don't really matter because this man, I just told this man, I don't have money for him to eat tonight. And he gave me a smile that seemed so genuine and then just went about his day. And when I say seemed genuine, it was because he could have just said like, okay, and just kept going and asked someone else. But he was just like, okay, no worries. He's not going to worry about that. He's going to find out a way to get to it. So that told me like in the past three years, Photography got me into traveling, and traveling taught me, like, man, be grateful to a different extent. I've always been grateful, but you see people in different conditions, and you just like, yo, life is beautiful. It made me, it made me almost want to just like, you know, I, I recently just went out the country for the first time. Like, mm-hmm. everywhere I've done has been like islands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some type of territory, US territory, I mm-hmm. feel like it made me just want to see more. So, yeah. like, a, a conqueror. That's why, you know. No, you know what okay. it is, because I'm like, what is this I'm hearing? You hear it? <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's cool. It never fits. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, I was, it, it, I was like, I, I need to see more. I need to, yeah. I need to learn more. I need to get more information, more knowledge. Yeah, just, yeah. I don't know. It, uh, you just want, you want more. I'm, I'm not here you for too more. long, bro. I mm-hmm. gotta, I gotta see as much as I can. I gotta know the world. I don't want my knowledge of the world to go. All right. Um, like if you have a map and the map only depends on the places you've seen or the places you've been. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want this map to be just so good. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah. I want to- You want to have your map- Have a decent enough worldview. I want to learn as much from different things. Um, and then, you know, I want to make sure I leave that mark. Like mm-hmm. obviously just from output of content where you say like, I just want to release it and I don't really care what people say, but then yeah. also, I need you to see me. I need you to know I was here. Yeah. Like, I, uh-huh. need, I need that cemented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was a kid, like, when I was in high school, I used to be like, yo, I want a statue. Six, I need all six, two of me immortalized in stone. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in high school. I'm like 15, 16, but I'm, this is me jacking it. Like, mm-hmm. I, I need it. I, I don't know what. Yeah. But I, I know I got it. I need y'all to know I was here. Like, I need y'all to feel Yeah, me. I feel you. It definitely has you an urge to learn more. Yeah, now I'm like I'm I've been here. Uh, I got got back home from this summer traveling in August, end of August, mm-hmm. from September to now. I realized that yo, I have an itch to just be around people that are one, um, not from American culture. That like, was that teach was me a fun something thing. else, yeah. man. Like this girl that I work with, she's uh from um, where's she from? Pakistan. Yo, how'd you grow up? What religion? How was it like with school? Uh, give me all the deeds. Give me everything. 
every time I come into work, I got a new set of questions for her. And she's fine with answering every single thing. Because one, she knows I genuinely want to learn. And two, I just don't want to hear about, I, I, I'm too used to the bullshit. what we live in today. Like I'm too used to American culture. Teach me something else. If I can get around fucking Russians, give me that. If I can get around people from Iraq, give me that. Like wow. I want to hear everything. Wow. Mm-hmm. You got to learn. You got to learn more. You know what I I met a lot of um, just randomly in the clubs, photographers, mm-hmm. people that do film. Yeah. It was the weirdest coincidence of how we kept meeting people. Oh, you from America? What do you do? Oh. Uh, film this, that. Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh, I do uh-huh. photography. Um, and the the connects. Just we were walking through a museum, and uh, we met this young lady. It was there like a photography group, and linked right there, like exchange information. And it's just that's what's so crazy to me. Just because I guess you leave, you don't have to stop picking mm-hmm. these. Like you could hit them up. Hey, can I? Pick you up? Yeah. And that's why I'm like, wow, I never thought about it. And our phone is right there. Bro. Mm-hmm. We can Always so hands. much. We can learn we so really, much. We can reach out to people wow. anywhere. I speak to a girl from Argentina. I learned a lot through her. How's life over there? You've been over here. How's life different? You can tell me these things. Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what we said before. Like, you don't got to kill everything. You don't got to be. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Be, <laughs> you you can, don't have you to sit, do that and have that conversation. It man. could be. Mm-hmm. I'm saying wow, but I, this is also something I just sort of came to realize. Uh, as I as I got older, I started to realize it more. Just yeah. um, you don't got to kill everything. No, nah. it's Mm-mm. you know. At one point, I was like, "Yo, I'm I'm only messing with this girl because she looks good and I look good, and it's like okay, the streets That's must so want perfect. this." Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's we, the sole purpose. And when you sit down and tell yourself, you like, damn, we both wanted the baddest motherfuckers in here. We uh-huh. might as well just, yeah, yeah. But nah, because if you're not feeling that person, yeah. their personality, why put yourself? Listen, the older, listen, I'm only 24, so this is very hard. But the to, thought of platonic friendships, relationships, does sound much earlier than it did when I was. 19. I mean, yeah, I, I'm looking for them now. Like, I'm honestly looking for them just 100%. because I've wasted so many years. Like, I've, I've I've had platonic friendships, but I've wasted so many years. There were, you know, certain relationships that should have been kept platonic. Mm-hmm. And you... You tried, like, you know, nah, man, we got to stop that. We got to stop that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be saying this. No, I want to, but at the same time, yeah, it's hard because I'm young even still. Even if they fine, you still just keep it. We telling all my boys that now, if they, we gotta look at that. If they giving you the the Uzi shoulder. Yo, you know, we, then we gotta we even gotta. still. Sometimes they used to. Yo, you gotta right. bow your head down. Like, nah, man, I gotta bow this one out. I gotta. <laughs> I can't do this. Uh uh-uh. uh But now we definitely gotta think about that before we get into it. Think real hard, long and hard. Pause. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate you. Man. I got real. I got. I got technical questions more so than I All right. you. So we. I'm cool. Yeah, I'm, if you wanna, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming. Out, I appreciate man. it a lot. Really.